Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey y'all, and what is going on, besties? Welcome to this week's episode of Pillows and Beer. As always, I am joined by my bestie, Craig, and then I got Nick somewhere out on the East Coast. He's also wearing a cool-ass shirt today. I like it a lot. Um, what's up, y'all? We're going to do it. We're going to do it throwback style for y'all today. Just talking about some random topics, starting with, I just gave Austin some peanuts and pretzels. I had no idea, which is really stupid, that bars gave you salty things to make you drink more. If it's throwback, then we're going to do some ASMR too, Craig. No, people do not like that. (laughs) (laughs) Nick's shaking his head. What's up, Nick? Um, So I've got Austin, a big glass of water with some Mio in it, Mm -hmm. some soda water. Got a couple other beverages, but uh, what a genius move for bars to to serve you that. I, I mean, I guess you always knew that, Austin, huh? To serve you what? Like salty things to make you drink beer because you were just like, dude, I'm eating salty snacks. I need a drink. Okay, a genius move for bars to serve you that, right? Because, I mean, oh, that's throwback. I like that. Because... Because, yes, I mean, everyone who knows Seinfeld, these pretzels are making me thirsty. I see Nick laughing his ass off. Craig's never seen that episode, but it's it's an all-time classic where George is going to like audition for this one for this role. And he has one line and he keeps on running it by them, you know, all all week. And it's you know really funny, and finally, and that's his line. Kramer just nails it, and he's like, "These pretzels are making me thirsty." But you know what I don't get, Craig? Bars to serve these snacks? Yes, because it makes us thirsty. We want to drink no more beers or more drinks. Why do restaurants serve bread? Have we already talked about this? We probably have, but to fill you up. Yeah. yeah, to fill you up, especially if it's like a nice restaurant. Well, that's why you well, shouldn't until it. after they order. And you also, if you're an all you can eat place, I mean, that's why you serve like hush puppies and stuff, just so people don't eat as many crabs. But you're right, Austin. You should not serve bread before no, they order because you're gonna. Not. That's like. If you were a grocery store and you you put sh- like snacks in the front of the store, so the people like that were coming in starving, all of a sudden shopped more responsibly. True. I mean, I used to eat those free cookies at Harris Teeters. That's for people in the southeast. I mean, they used to have like a cookie tray, but they don't have it anymore. It's probably because of COVID that they did away with it. But giving free things, I just don't really know. Like, I mean, clearly. I guess you get like a bottomless breadsticks at the Olive Garden, which is my very first date ever, Craig. Um, I guess that they do that because then they also do like bottomless pasta and you're not going to do as much bottomless pasta if you're eating bottomless breadsticks like an idiot. So, Um, so my first job, uh, I've talked about this before. I was a popcorn maker and I did not know that I worked at Fisher's popcorn um, which anyone that's been to the beach in Delaware or Maryland knows Fisher's popcorn, best caramel popcorn in the world. I actually know the secret recipe and could be fined a couple million dollars if I ever told anyone. But really? I want Austin to try this if you've never had Fisher's caramel popcorn. So, so you have an end. Oh, wait. I'm doing ASMR. I don't care. Okay. Just just a couple, you know, kernels. I got, I got four right here. Let us know what you think. It's not your worst ASMR, honestly. We, we gave a warning, at least. I I think it's fantastic. Right? Yeah. Right, so this is famous in Delaware? Famous Delaware, Maryland, and world, like all over the country. People have it shipped all over the world. You can buy some for like soldiers, like overseas. Mm. 
Damn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was really good. Do you want to go back for more? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, see, that's addicting. So Fisher's Caramel Popcorn, shout out to them. Someone, actually, I need to find out who it was, a crab cake restaurant in Maryland dropped that off at my doorstep. So when I figure out which the crab cake company was, I will let you know about the popcorn. Um, did you see Shep's Doppelganger? Have you, uh, have you seen that? <laughs> Nick, you got to put that graphic up. I did see it. Um, somebody sent it to us, right? Like a group? Yeah, Nick's going to put it up right here. Have you been sent any doppelgangers, Austin? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Women love to be like, oh, my God, you know, my baby looks like you or, or, or something. <laughs> like, I get people telling me that, they're doppel- that my doppelganger is out there fucking all over the place. Like, hey, were you in the airport and, you know, just just insert like a you know fucking airport here. And people love to tell me that they see my doppelganger. Do they not do that to you? I I do get tagged every once in a while. Like my teenage son or like 13-year-old dresses like you. Okay. Wears his hair like you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never actually seen one where I was like, you know, did a double take. Dude, people tell me all the time. Um, I mean, not all the time. But yeah, man, all the time. All right, I'm going to say that. People tell me all the time. They're like. I saw your doppelganger in the whatever. And you're like, speaking you? of doppelgangers, did you know that that I didn't know the Robert Redford thing? I always thought that meme was uh, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Okay. So guys, now that Craig just said that, you probably know exactly what he's talking about. You got to put this one up, Nick, too. Nick, put it up. <laughs> Nick, put it up. All right, let's just wait till he puts it up. And if you guys see Nick out in public, just remember to say hi to Nick. Yeah, always remember to say hi to Nick. Just say hi to Nick. What's up, because Nick? Because Nick always tells us when someone comes up to him and says hey to him. And he said. Makes us so happy. That it's mostly guys that come up to him and say that they love you know, the podcast. And I'm like, maybe girls are shy to come up to you, Nick. I mean, you are like a little teddy bear, you know? Our audio system, for some reason, is preventing Nick from speaking. Or maybe he's just going mute. I'm not really sure. Well, the that's funny. I would love to put captions on our YouTube videos, though, Nick. We do get asked that a lot. Oh, really? Captions? Um, well, it's for two reasons. For people that can't hear, obviously. Um, wow, that was a good one. Did you hear that? Yeah, that was some bubbly. That was some bubbly. Uh, and then people who, are, like, have a sleeping baby or kid, and honestly, like, I watch videos without sound all the time. Okay. Interesting. Nick has not found this meme. Um... Wait, were we doing doppelgangers? No. Or we, oh. oh my God! There's Shep. Oh my, that's Shep. That's uh, talk about and ancestry. Talk about ancestry. dot com. Uh, Shep's same age. That is. That's a lookalike. Unless they use Shep's picture and just put a filter on it to make him like look that's a little actually older. what it looks like to me is that they found some guy and then they face apped Shep's face onto it yeah. because. It wasn't like his haircut or anything, but but that was pretty damn close. All right, Nick, is there any way for you to find the picture of Robert Redford? So the meme is where it is the end of a movie. I forget what it's called, but Robert Redford just goes into the woods and, and, and he meets like an Indian friend and they become, you know, enemies. But then at the end of the movie, they, they kind of develop this respect towards one another. And so the meme is Robert Redford looking just like Zach Galifianakis or is it the other way around? Cause obviously one came before the other, but looking back at his Indian friend and he gives him, you know, the head nod of like, you know, you're okay. You know, mutual respect. And 
I thought that it was him too for a long while, but I've known now for like a year or so. You know, we're we're going on tour again uh, as we wait for Nick to pull his picture up. We're going on tour again. You can find the list of cities on our website, pillowsandbeer.com. Uh, you can find a bunch of our merch from our first tour on there. Austin is wearing the Austin and Craig and Pillows and Beer shirt. And I am wearing the House Red or Ho Use Red. <laughs> I think that it's really funny, actually, because this is like that cat meme that we've all grown to know and love where, you know, the cat who's sitting there while Kyle Richards is, you know, yelling at someone. And then there's like, you know, that cat in the seat and, and you read like a sign and it's like, Oh man, the sign says fucking house red. And, and then, the, you know, that cat is like, no, it says, Oh, use red. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, the meme that is Robert Redford, but it looks just like Zach Gallagher. I mean, identical. Yeah, true. Another ancestry. .com. If you do have our doppelgangers or know someone that looks like me or Austin, send them in and we will judge them on here. Um, so I was talking about our tour, though, because I can't believe that you and I didn't travel to go see Blink-182. Dude, they just came to Charlotte, too. No way. Like, I found out that they were going to Charlotte and Luke Combs was playing the same night in Charlotte. And I didn't even realize until until Taylor Ann told me that she was going to blink. I was like, what? How did I not know this? So, and then they're out of the country. They're going worldwide. I mean, good for them. They're playing all over Europe, all over Germany, all over Australia. We should have grabbed Kyle. We should have grabbed Kyle. Yeah. And the three of us should have gone to blink. Are they coming back to the States? Oh, Mex <laughs> their last show is in Mexico in April. Damn. Four shows in. So they're just on like an absolute worldwide tour. Probably making bank. Good for them. Man, look at Mark Hoppus. He looks kind of. Well, come see us in. Um, come see us on tour. Uh, actually, I will give you the series yeah. really quick. We know that we're not Blink-182, but come see us on tour and we will make you feel like you are at a Blink-182 concert if you missed it, just like Craig and I did. And we will. Do you think this is blood or Mio? I think it's Mio. Nope, it's blood. Where am I bleeding from? Craig's bleeding. <laughs> I don't see it. Oh, am I lip bleeding? No. Where the f it tastes like fucking iron. Yeah, dude, it's blood. Dude, the tip of your finger. The tip of, of your right. Yeah, right there. No, you're not. No, I'm going to take a quick break. Figure out where I'm bleeding from. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex. Summer is here. You want to bring the heat from outside into the bedroom or maybe even keep outside. <laughs> oh, outside sex. What a fun thing. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Now listen up, ladies. Does it work or... You don't think that you need it, maybe? I mean, it's so easy. You try for a month and see. You're gonna love it. I am just gonna say, 
I have used it and I know a handful of my friends have too, because sometimes like, it's not that I need it. It's that it's way more fun. Um, it's almost like a cheat code in bed. Facts. Thank me later. I bullshit you not. I bullshit you not. It is like a running joke where it's like the girl will never forget your name if you use one of these. So, I mean, hey, uh, a free month trial. So what do you got to lose? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code TALKTEXAS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code TALKTEXAS, like the state, to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. All right. I mean, you can bring us back in. It'll be funny. And I did not figure it out. So Okay. All right. Welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer, where Craig was bleeding, and now he's checking himself to see if he's bleeding. We never figured out where it came from. And that's okay. I hope it was my blood. Just, Why did I just it, lick it, that? It was just your, your finger. It was just on, okay. on, on your finger. Well, come see us in... Um, Okay, Charleston, New York, Boston, Philly, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Boston, Chicago, D.C., Nat, where we actually have the most alcohol sold in a night record. Let's break that again. Nashville, New Orleans, San Antonio, Houston, Austin, and Dallas. Um, yeah, we just we love going on tour. We talk about ridiculous shit. It's going to be a new, an entirely new show since if you came and saw us the first year, hopefully you had a great time, but it will be an entirely new um, show. And what's really cool about this new platform we're using, Austin, I don't even think you know this, but when we watch our show live this year, if we do it, depending on if we're still speaking during that week or not, <laughs> um, People can watch us live on here, and this is where their comments go, Austin. So they can watch us live. We talk here, and the comments come in here. For for what? If we watch Southern Charm live. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo-hoo! Get ready. Southern Charm's right in the corner, most likely, we think. I mean, goodness. Well, you think that we're going to live? Craig, come on. What's the over-under of how many episodes that we're going to live stream? Five. I, well, the over under is one, right? We yeah. either do it one yeah. time and we're like, nope, never again. Never again. Or we're like, hey, that was kind of fun. Like, look, if people, if you guys, if our besties, not people, if our besties get a kick out of watching us watch, I mean, why not? You know, why not? I can think of a lot of reasons why not. <laughs> <laughs> Mental health is one of them. But yeah. Okay. Well, we're, we're going to attempt to. Um, but I think on this episode, we just kind of talk about random shit. Um, you know, I've been flying a lot recently, started to see some, instead of acts of, you know, good acts of humanity recently, like it's just been kind of dark T today was, I flew back this morning. Today was the second time that I've seen a family with young kids get split up because the airline messed up. So both times the family paid extra money to sit together and both times neither of these happened on delta by the way um the flight attendant was like that's not my department you can call so-and-so airlines when you land but i don't know what to tell you you can't sit next to each other and on the first instance it was a mother with a baby and a four-year-old 
they like the the computer systems messed up the seats when they were getting on board and the people in the back would not switch with them so i was like the guy was like nah i'm already seated like i i'm comfortable i don't want to get up and they were like well you can move to a comfort seat i tried to do the first class but they wouldn't let me and so anyway this lady started crying it was very like awkward for everyone the flight attendant was not that compassionate and fortunately the four-year-old sat next to a nice stranger do you think Okay, so that was the first one. Okay. That was a little dark. Um, that, that made me kind of sad. The second one was today. Two parents ended up sitting next, with babies, ended up sitting next to each other. Um, but they both paid extra for the seat, like the comfort seat, comfort plus, like mm-hmm. bulkhead. And this flight, this like flight attendant at that we were about to take off was like, uh, babies can't sit next to each other. And we got grounded for an extra 20 minutes while they looked for someone to switch with this like family. Again, people are crying. Babies can't sit next to each other. Well, like <laughs> on their, on their, like you can't have, um, two lap babies in the same row. I, I think that this is something that should have very, very clearly been taken care of before the flight. Yeah. Like, to- like, before you entered the flight, because that would drive me nuts. Um, did I tell you that I'll, I was on a flight recently where, I mean, everything was going wrong all day. And then I was like, yes, we're finally back on the flight. Let's get out of here. And this girl puked in the row behind me. No way. And it took 25 minutes for someone to come to clean it up. And then I felt so sorry for the poor woman that had to get on the plane and clean up, you know, the whole thing. Wait, and what? then we like, and the girl that puked, by the way, was like not that like embarrassed. You know, she was just like, "Look, sorry, I have this condition where like I puke and this and that." So she just and sat there. Sometimes it happens on you know airplanes, and so you know she just sat there until she had to get up because they had to come and clean it. And so Did she smell. So she yeah, and like I didn't know because I had my headphones on. And I was like, "Why aren't we moving?" And what the hell's going on? Then it started to smell, just like a rancid smell. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I turned back and near the row behind me and over on the window. I was like, Oh my. And no one made her feel bad about it. And she, she was like completely confident in the fact that, you know, she had just, you know, barfed on the plane and, and didn't really care. I was just like, um, you know, does anyone have like an extra, you know, change of, And I was like, okay, all right. You know, kudos to you for not giving a, you know, for yeah. like, you know, being confident. <clears throat> and then she sits back down, I guess, and ready to take off. But then, we had to wait an additional 20 minutes because they had to tell somebody like there's clearly like an airport, like EMT or, you know, whatever. Right. They had to tell them that someone had puked on the plane and they did not. And then they were like, Oh, we have to wait an extra 20 minutes because we didn't realize that once you puke on the plane, then we're not allowed to take off. So the girl then had to deplane. No way. She had to deplane. And I was like, oh my gosh, all this, you, you know, this 40 minute delay was because of, and I felt bad for, her, you know, because I was like, oh, but like, she basically just said that it was a condition and then it happens when she flies. I'm like, at least it didn't happen in the air, you know, yeah. because imagine if you were sitting you know, next to her and you're just like, oh, geez. I mean, it sounds like everyone was nice about it. And that's everyone why was, I was like, yeah. look, at the end of the day, we're all people like the guy that wouldn't move for the baby. I was like. You having to get yourself up and switch seats, like, it's an hour flight. Like, do it for this poor mom. I just wish, you know, people were nicer to each other. And it just seems like everyone's, like, 
being torn apart at this point. But this is not the same thing. But I am gonna you know bring it up. Like it's not the same thing at all. But okay, you're flying first class, Craig. Tell me what you do. Okay, you're yeah. flying first class. Let's say that you're 3D. Your buddy is 4E, right? Or, or 3E, right? You know, he's one row up and he's across the aisle. Okay. So we were like, all right, let's wait until people get seated. And then I'll ask the guy who's next to you right. to switch to my first class seat, which is on the aisle. And the guy was like, no, I'm good. I like my seat. And I was just like, but my seat is so spacious and it was really nice. It was like a, yeah. But it was I, an I, aisle for an aisle? No, it was an aisle for a window. Yeah. I mean, if it's a if it's a flight under two I and a like half aisle, hours, I like aisle. Like, yeah, that's what I'm I an aisle guy because I have to get up and pee a lot. Um, this recently happened to me on a flight to uh, the like down to Aruba. Actually, I was meeting Paige down there, and I ended up having to switch to a window seat. And I told the lady, I was like, "Look, just so you know, I have to get up a lot, though." And she said, "That's fine." She's like. You know, it is what it is. We ended up, she ended up being great. But yeah, I, I, if it's, I, I'm going to switch if it's the same class of seats. I don't really want to, but you know, I'm like, you know, at least it'll come back around if I want to sit next to Austin or Paige on a flight. But I, I think if you're not in first class, uh, if, if switching window, like I would never ask someone to switch very rarely if it's like a window or an aisle situation, never middle seat and never no, different never class middle, of Never middle, man. But like where I was sitting, <clears throat> and we're going to take a break after this, but where I was sitting was so pot, like the whole first class of this flight was like, was like a new plane, right? right. I mean, every seat was, was it a like, United flight. They, yes, they, yeah. They, yes. Those new planes are great. Those new planes yeah. are great. And Big I was sitting TVs. there and I was like, shit, man, this plane is nicer than, you know, Delta, which Craig and I love. Love our Delta, but yeah. it was so nice. And I was like, how could someone possibly say no? It does not matter if right. you're aisle or, you know, window. It, it It's posh. It's luxury. So did you try the other person, though? No. Did you try to say no? No, no, no. I, I, yeah. I was like, dude, it's all good. I'll see you, you know, in two hours. Right. You know, and we're going to live our separate right. life on this. Austin, did you see that uh, one of the first reported bomb threats terroristic threats in recent history happened recently. Okay. What was it? So a, uh, a flight from um, Atlanta to Seattle, all of a sudden the pilots called to air traffic control and they use like the video is pretty wild because the captain's so calm, but he's like, listen, we are at security threat three. We are not going in and out or in or out of the cockpit for the rest of the flight. We are now diverting our plane to Spokane. We do not want a rapid descent. We want to descend so that no one realizes we're going down. So we want to go like 500 feet a minute so that no one will actually pick up on what's going on. And why? He goes, there's a credible uh, uh, threat of an explosive device on board. So he goes... We've been talking to the company, but we need we need paramedics when we arrive. We need a space away from the airport on the runway that we don't get anywhere near the airport. We need police and we need a bomb unit. He goes, there's a credible flight of an ex- or credible threat of an explosive. The people thought they were landing for a medical emergency when they finally picked up on it. Basically, this guy had handed a note to a, a flight attendant and said, if you don't divert this plane, 
if you land in Seattle, I will blow the plane up. And so you hear the pilot always, he calls out the souls. He's like, okay. well, I have 182 souls on board, four infants, two wheelchairs. Um, but we, we have been informed we have to divert the plane. So when the plane lands and they run everyone out into like a fire truck on the tarmac, they finally find out that this guy was like, the cartel is waiting for me in Seattle. If we landed in Seattle, the cartel was going to kill me. And this is the only thing I could think of to escape the cartel. Oh, shit. That's <laughs> wow. So he had to go to like extreme, extreme measures because he was like, well, when I land, I'm dead. Yeah. He's like, I've got nothing. Like, there's no chance I'm going to survive landing. So crazy, though, his charges weren't that bad. He was charged. He can only face up to five years in prison. His charges are like uh, something with like pranking, like fraudulent, like hoax. It's like basically a hoax. Like he didn't get charged with domestic or anything like terrorism, um, which I'm happy. Like, I don't know. I, 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 this might sound bad, but I was like kind of relieved that they like he's like, guys, the for some reason the cartel was going to kill him. He's probably in some bad stuff, but like he didn't actually want to blow up the plane. Like he inconvenienced a lot of people, but five years in prison is a long time. Do you think that's enough for this type of uh, act? Well, he's not going to survive those five years in prison, right? Cause they're going to send someone after his ass yeah, in prison. Yeah. If you don't think the cartel can get you in prison, if a bomb threat or a, a, a plane jacking, I mean, I just thought that that would have been like a minimum of like, 20. You know, 20, yeah. yeah, you know, 20 years in jail, like, you know, don't even fucking think about it kind of thing. It's yeah, just, I, I mean, that's, I kind of, I was expecting to read he's facing 25 years, but he's okay. facing five. Can we go back to some old school debates of ours? Yeah, let's do it. Um, you want to take like a break first? Yeah, let's, take a quick, let's take a quick break and we'll get back into some old school debates. Okay. Welcome back, besties, to this episode of Pillows and Beer. I am joined with Austin Kroll in the Hall Wine Studio with Nick Norris somewhere in the mountains. Of the East Coast, Appalachian, Appalachian, Appalachian. How do you say it? Also, <clears throat> Appalachian State. That's that's what I said. He had some wise words. Nick said he thinks that the airline pilot is going to cut a deal and turn on the cartel and try to go into protection. Not a bad theory. Sounds like a survivor. Um, okay, so what do you want to debate? Okay. Austin? Well, there are three things that I had written down here, right? And you and I have always talked about, you know, Disney movies and stuff. And if we're going to throw back some stuff, then I just feel like that we should talk about Disney movies, princesses, villains. Um, like, like, I just want to see if things have changed for you because we used to debate this topic super, super heavily. And if you know, if you've been to like our live show, we used to throw it up there about, you know, what, like our favorite you know, Pixar movies were with, and things have changed. Things have changed because new movies have come out and new Pixar movies have come out, and 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 I'm just curious. I don't on, like I don't like yours. I never told you that. You like my what? You love Luca, and I think it's the weirdest one. I don't like it. Oh man, Luca's so good, and Luca has crept into my top five, and I watch it regularly because it's such a good message. I'm on a such ten. a good message, and why do you think that it's weird? Do you know what the message it's is? Creepy. The boy, the, the boy looks weird. That's because he's a fish, <laughs> Craig. He's a fucking fish. Okay, he's supposed to look fucking weird. Which again, Ariel doesn't look weird when she gets out of the water. Yeah, well, that look. 
there are some mm. things that are messed up with the Disney princesses are just like absolute knockout bombshells. I mean, they're all like a little Barbie. You know, their waist is this big. Like, yeah, Ariel was hot as shit. Ariel was hot. I mean, she is hot. You know, I mean, it's not like who's you know, the hottest. Changed. Who's the hottest? See, I, I dude, they all are the same. Jasmine. Just like cute face, little waist, and a big behind. Jasmine, all of them. Jasmine. See, I think you Jasmine, like definitely. Ja- you would like the girl entangled. I feel like that's no. your favorite. The blonde. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because she's a long blonde haired. Okay, well, except she's not a natural blonde. She's a natural brunette. Yeah, I mean, well, like, Elsa is also a blonde. And yeah, but she's not. She I, sings and she's got a tiny little you know waist and the. Cute little petite nose. I mean, do they all do? And that's what like a Disney princess is. I feel like is. Anna's like, better looking than. I'm just surprised Elsa. that like it hasn't changed, you know. And uh, like, um, you know, because people out there it is. get like offended by everything, and so you just would think that it'd be like, and my daughter who watches thinks that she needs to look like Elsa, and you're like, she, she doesn't have to, but then you know, she won't have special powers. <laughs> so, <laughs> I Jasmine's my favorite, and Aladdin's. I mean, Aladdin is my number one. Wait, of Disney. movies or like you know hotties? Uh, I think Jasmine's the hottest, okay. and okay. also because if I said uh, if I named a blonde princess, Paige would kill me. So can't do that. Um, no, but Jasmine's always be, Jasmine's always been the hottest to me, and Aladdin was always. Maybe it was my favorite because of Jasmine, but I'm on a Tangled kick right now. I've been watching Tangled. Okay, so then you just projected onto me saying that I would think that the princess from Tangled is the hottest, but that like that's basically what you're trying to say. You're like, I watch this movie a lot, and she's a freaking babe. That's because the animal is my favorite. Okay, and the animal for hers is what? What is the lizard's name? The lizard. Moana's good. Moana's all right. They're they're coming out with a live action thing of it, I think, and I think that uh, that the Rock is is going to play it. Why do I know this shit? But the Rock played the voice in it, and so he's going to do the live action. See, I'd rather make it. new movies than re- like all of these remakes. I'd rather just like I'm going to show my kids the originals. I think. Okay, so who are your favorite Disney villains? Who is the best Disney villain out there? At scaring me. Well, was Ursula. Well, it can go hand in hand. Ursula, I was actually terrified of, and my parents would like fast, like I would look yeah. away during Ursula's parts. Yeah. I actually know, or I met a girl whose name is Ursula no. recently, and I couldn't help but sing to her all night and be like, you poor unfortunate soul. Okay. So your Ursula's one for you. Yeah. I mean, that's the one that actually like scared me. That and uh, the the movie um, where Mickey Mouse has all the mops. That one scared the shit out of me. I don't think there was a bad Fantasia. One. Fantasia was a bit, that was too old for me. Still um, is. Give me one more, Craig. Well, oh, Pixar. Sure see, not see I'm not a so I'm not a huge Pixar person like you are. Like I like Ratatouille. Like you I like, like Ratatouille. And Ratatouille and- yeah, but um. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Hook was pretty scary, but Hook's probably one of the better villains. Well, you know, Hook, Hook gave children nightmares for you know decades because the whole thing was that he came in the middle of the night to like, oh yeah, to snatch your ass. And the Hook with Robin Williams was quite frightening. That was one of the best movies with you know his his hook mark up the whole stairwell, and you're like, oh my god, they're coming in fight. You can't crow. No, you can't. No, 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 no. He says. You can. 
No, in the beginning he says, though, he goes, he you says, can't. you can fight, you can, you can boom and you can, and then he goes, arr, arr, arr. yeah, oh, it's fight, fly and crow. Yeah. Rufio. Rufio is my favorite. Fly and you can, I really hope they bring him back <clears throat> from the dead somehow. <laughs> um, it's all about prequels. Um, yeah. And then childhood bands. I, I wasn't into music. Wasn't into music. <laughs> Craig was like, I want to be in my room, Dad. You don't understand me. Yeah, I, I didn't his start, fingernails black. I didn't really get into music until I started to drive. And once I like had CDs in my car, that's when I like really started to get into it. I know that's an absurd Yeah, statement. but CDs in your cars was like, that That was... Remember making mixed tapes for people, but CDs? Definitely. And you'd like write on them in permanent mark. I, like, I remember being in a fight with my girlfriend in college and then she gave me a CD that she had made but she was probably in the wrong um, and of course I remember I remember tapes. we were just talking about, I think Paige and I were just talking about this of like what you have to like when you break up like the finality of it and I remember getting rid of those CDs that your girlfriend had made you was when you knew that you had really broken up Um, God, mixed CDs were a huge part of my, that's why I totaled my first car because as soon as I popped in the car, I was like, what am I going to listen to today? Right. And the thing was to put it over your sun, sun mirror. Right. And then I had a whole bunch of CDs up there and I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I hit a parked car in, in my neighborhood, Craig. And that's how I totaled my first car. Okay. And now reality TV that we'd want to be s- stuck with on a deserted Island. So if the boat crashed and you got to pick let's say three people to be stranded with. Um, what about past guests that we've had on this show? That's pretty good too. Because the reality thing, like I don't like, well, have we had so Spencer Pratt out there? Have we that, had Spencer on our show? Of course, but have we had Spencer, what are you talking about? Oh yeah. The best episode like ever. Seven hour long episode. <laughs> that was the best episode ever. We were Guys, blackout for before those, without yeah. winter house season one. For, we were quarantined in Vermont. Yeah. If you are new to our show, please do yourself a favor. There's a two-part episode with Spencer Pratt where we talk about everything, like mm. aliens. Okay, so you're him getting banned Spencer? from Costa Rica for he can't have guns. Yes, Spencer, I'm going to draft to my island just because of the pure absurdity of it. He seems resourceful. <clears throat> okay. Um. Okay. I'm going to start with... Like, I feel like I could tell Spencer to do stuff that I didn't want to do and be like, go tackle that boar. And he'd be like, okay. I'm going to start with who would be the most useless. Well, that's not very nice. Well, I mean, Whitney would be useless. Yeah, Whitney would just walk into the water to drown himself or just sit there and bitch. I don't know if Whitney knows how to... Yeah, I don't know if he knows how to swim, so he probably would. Um, (laughs) Jack and Scotty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well... Scotty would be number one because he fucking like he he hunts you know every single weekend like he knows what he's doing he knows what he's doing he can handle he can make a fire he can do all the things I'd take Cameron yeah I was thinking Cam I'd I, take Cam because I think that Cam would uh, I think that she would ration well I think that she'd be a little level headed um shout out to well I mean if I could take my girlfriend I'll take Paige but like Paulino would be well I mean you fine. can take Paige if you want to okay well I'm gonna take. Page so we can populate the island. Okay. <laughs> well, we, I mean, okay. what if we don't get rescued? So, we gotta keep. 
So this deserted island is now turned into a uh, like a new fucking civilization, and then it comes out that like Craig planned it for this very reason because he wanted to create a new civilization. So he played this sick game where we all had to choose people, but in reality, Craig just wanted to leave this. Yeah, don't Society go on a, behind. Don't go on a boat with me anytime soon. You're gonna look around and be like, "Wait, why is Scotty here? Why are we 50 miles fucking like, offshore headed to this?" How did he talk Cameron into coming on this boat? <laughs> like, what? wait a minute, Spencer, is that you? I thought this boat trip was a lot of fun at first, but now all of a sudden, I'm really beginning to see that Craig is uh, has planned this whole thing. It's like the beach with Leo DiCaprio. I mean, I watched that movie recently. It freaked me out. How do you think Shep would do on an island? <sighs> Useless, bro. But then again, uh, you know, he would say the same thing about, about me. Yeah. He would, I mean, yeah. Who knows? He'd be like, all right, we have to. And I'd be like, shut, shut the hell up. Uh, Nick, you know. Nick's number one pick was Paulina. Paulina's a one seed, bro. All right, Nick. We took Madison. She'd end up killing one of the other people and just coming back with a smile on her face and being like, where did you get all this meat? And she's like, Dude, she would come back wearing your blood on her face yeah. and be like, I, I don't know. <laughs> they fell into, they fell into this hole, you know, spikes that I, you know, it's made in a hundred percent. And then, yeah, yeah. And we actually talked about this the other day. Um, and Craig can tell you what he thinks about me, but Craig, this is what I think that Craig would do. Craig would tell me that like he'd catalog the food and he'd be like, we have three freaking coconuts. We have two fish and you know, we have like, you know, three pounds of wild berries. And then you'd find out that Craig had an entire stash of like, you know, double of everything that, you know, he said that we had to share and he'd be sneaking off to eat all of that rations while I, like while i thought that we only had that one little stash that he said that we did yeah you'd never have an accurate count <clears throat> it wouldn't be necessarily for me to indulge in but i would but i would also just think that i knew better and so that i would keep i would keep the secret rations you know hidden um i just had someone else that i was gonna bring oh and you know what do you what do you think you bring to the island Austin, like if you were auditioning to be on one of our islands, what what are you going to bring? What's your one, your selling point? Oh, Nick's like holding up like, a knife. Just well, like you're just like me personally as like a skill set, skill set, and then tool. Like you're all naked and afraid. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I feel like like I've seen that show where they go out in the woods and then they have to stay alive. Naked you need you need to make a fire. So like you need fucking flint rock. And steel, like you just need it, man. Like you need to make a fire. Craig, turn off your thing because oh, I'm sorry. pretty sure it's coming through. Let's do some uh, bestie questions. Some people out there need our help, Austin, and not too many of those people exist. But our besties and us, I mean, <laughs> we think the same. So I've been offered a new job from a different company. The offer is better than where I work, but I would work more. Wait. Offers better than where I work, but I would like more. The issue is I like the people I work with directly at my current company, but hate the higher ups and culture. Quit. Quit. Yeah, quit. I'm, quit. I'm, I'm stressing out about this. Would you please help? I need much advice. Okay. If you don't like the higher ups and the culture, then like that's it. Like, <coughs> and your friends are going to leave. I mean, you're like, everyone's going to leave. And here's the thing. 
you already know in your gut, right? Like you already know in a perfect world, if someone made, like if you were asking us to make the decision for you, you already know, listening to this, I hope they say this. And I'm going to guess that you're hoping we tell you to move to the next job. You got to keep moving. You got to keep working your way up. If the people above you do not appreciate what you do for them, then switch teams. Um, you'll make friends at another, at another company, but I get it. Like, you know, I, I, your work friends are amazing. Like love your work friends. But at the end of the day, you can't stay for everyone else. What do you think, Austin? I think that the end of the day, you answered it to yourself. You said that the offer was better at the other company. If, if you don't like the higher ups in the culture, uh, you are doing yourself a disservice. You are going to continue to be, um, unhappy. The company is not what you want it to be. It doesn't, it doesn't bring you happiness. You wake up in the morning and you're low key. Like, I hope that I don't run into Austin or Craig today. Like, and you don't want to have that feeling. So yeah, a better offer, a new beginning, just cause you go somewhere else does not mean that it's forever. Uh, peace out. And we'll, and we'll give you some tough love on this question too, because at the end of the day, it's going to make you a happier person. I'm in a relationship with someone who I love, but I'm not sure I'm in love with. Mm. Does that make sense? Of course it does. I know a bunch of people ask you things like this, but I am stuck between a rock and a hard place and need advice. I, for one, have been in this situation of you, Austin. I have, definitely. And guess what? I don't want to sound harsh, but you already know the answer, just like the previous question. Like, if you're not... here's, Here's when you know. The first time you pull around the corner to your neighborhood to your apartment, wherever it may be, and you're hoping that their car isn't already in the driveway, that you're hoping that they're not already home. Yeah, you want to hope that their car is there. I mean, you're totally allowed to love someone and not be in love with them. And, and, And that doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. It doesn't mean that you're in the wrong. It's just like, it just is what it is. Like, you you don't have those, you don't have those same feelings that, Look, like it's not there. And like, you know, deep down, like, because you're writing this to us that you're like, shit, right? So what are you going to do? Like, are you just going to keep on faking it and keep on you know, pretending yeah. it and keep on, you know, this and that? Like, what's going to happen? And when, get like, out before you're when, married. Like, you just straight up don't want to have sex with this person. Like, is that what you want? Is to have like a terrible you know, sex life? Like, no. And I don't answer. think you can fall back in love. I mean, look, we're not. I don't know. Yeah, we don't want to get too into know. it, but look, if you're not, it's tough. There, are, I've been, I've loved someone before, but at the end of the day, I wasn't in love with them anymore. I wanted what's best for them, and I wish I loved them more than anything. But look, then you, then you move on, and then you actually find someone that you love, and you're like, this is amazing. Um, good luck with that, though, because we both know it's very difficult. Would you date a friend's relative? My friend's sister, who I have known for a while, we've recently been getting closer. And I want to ask her out officially, but want to know the protocol. We are both 27. He is two years older than me. Wait, what you do my friend's sister? So his friend's two years older than him, but he wants to date his sister, his little sister. I mean, dude, this is, <clears throat> I mean, I've been there before too. This is on you. And uh, I've definitely had a, uh, I've definitely been into a friend's little sister and, you know, they... Or not happy, but but that was young shit. You know, I mean, that was young shit. I feel like you know, the older that you get, considering that I have a little sister, um, I I I would never. No, uh, we found Craig's bleeding. Found the blood. We found the blood. The back of his left arm. Um, 
it's to the point where I'm like, you know what? I can no longer play the like, oh, you know, this is my little sister. Like, look, if yeah, like if, if I asked you to date Katie, what would the protocol be? I mean, there's varying degrees of like how close that you are to somebody. I mean, look, I think that that, you know, rather than just taking it as like, what? No, fuck that. It's like, wait, this could be kind of cool, man. Craig's Craig's. You know, going to be at all, you know, my family Christmases and Thanksgivings and shit, you know, for years to come. And, and if you look at it like that, then uh, I think that's a brilliant spin. And it's true because you're like, look, if you love my sister, then fine. If you're going to treat her right, then fine. Because, yes, I would love to have yeah. you as a brother in law. But no, don't just go bang his sister. No, wait, this is, yeah, don't go bang his sister. Like, and it Chris, sounds I'm like, talking about me, but he also is. If anyone yes, out there is also, thinking about dating, you know, my sister, don't, don't, don't. But this sounds like they've already been hooking up. So like, yeah. you know. Uh, my friends and sister who I've known for a while have recently getting closer. Yeah, look, I mean, good luck to you, Braj. All right. Well, we love you guys so much. Thanks Check so out much, our y'all. website, www.pillowsandbeer.com. Check out all of our new merch, all of our old merch. Check out our tour schedule, tour dates. Come see us on tour. We promise it's a great time. We can't wait to meet all of y'all. Follow us on Instagram, Pillows and Beer. Shout out to Believe Podcast Company. Um, follow Austin at Curl the Warrior King. Follow me at C.A. Conover. Follow Sewing Down South. Follow Trop Hop, King's Calling. Follow Nick Norris. And most importantly, remember to say hi to Nick. Say hi to Nick, y'all. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.